Arnold Palmer is the Masters champion of 1960. Expect anything different? It's just not a fair fight. No, it really isn't, Roger. I mean, that is phenomenal. Oh, it's not a cut. That's a slice. And it's a good one, too. Welcome back, all you hookers and slicers, to another episode of the Downswing Golf Podcast, presented by 4Champ. I am your host, Stan Blake Clay, who has done a decent job of that as of late, uh, and co-hosting with me, as always, is Nick the Stick. Nick, how you doing? What's up, everyone? Doing great, Mr. Clay. Yeah. How many sticks have you been hitting lately? Uh, this weekend, I was did not get out, unfortunately. I thought about it for Father's Day, but uh, some other stuff came up. Um, we played decent in our league last week. Uh, one shot out of the money, and it was like a fun scramble week. Um, but I don't know. I've been doing a lot of chipping and putting. Short game? Yeah, working on a couple things with the old flat stick, the putter. Yeah, a couple things I'm trying to fix figure out what about you how was uh what was your weekend how's the how's the ball been flying you said keeping it in play yeah I, for, for the most part um yeah actually pretty encouraging as of late i just got out um i mean i've been spending a lot of time on the range but um friday evening i got out and just played played nine and it was it was a good nine yeah father's day weekend is kind of tough to get out it's just every everybody wants to get out that weekend. Yeah, that's kind of what I thought too. So like, yeah, I I didn't really go out Saturday or Sunday. Saturday was rainy here, so it wasn't really great weather. But and then Sunday, Father's Day was just packed. So, but yeah, Friday evening, uh, like for the first time in like probably five years, I would say, like I was actually confident with my driver. <laughs> I guess okay. it, it's nuts. Um, yeah, because I've I've just been hitting three wood off the tee like all the time because I knew I could like at least you know stay in play. Um, <laughs> play. Yeah, but no, I Friday I was I was my driver was working great, and the only times I ended up like not keeping it in play was when I hit my three wood. <laughs> So funny yeah. how that works. Wow. Yeah. Um, Total roll reversal. Yeah. Started off like started off the round perfect. First hole, drive. It was just center left fairway, like two two sixty something like that. Boom. Um, and then, I mean, it's a shorter hole, so I had with that I had ninety yards left to the pin. Took out my wedge and stuck it to five feet. Drilled, drained the birdie, started the yes. round out with the birdie. Yes. And then, uh, and then the second hole was a blow up hole because I took out my <laughs> I took out my three wood, and it was a it was a par five, and uh, and I just shanked it. So I would, was like I had to drop short, and like there was a lot of trees in that area, so I had to punch out, chip out. So I'm like behind the eight ball quite a bit there, and then. Didn't really score great on that hole, um, but ended up having a pretty good rest of the round. Uh, had another birdie on a par five, and then a par and a couple bogeys, and that was pretty much it. Yeah. 
pretty decent. It was uh, it was very very encouraging, I would say, because uh, it's been like I said, it's been a while since I've actually been able to um, really trust my driver, and and that in, increased length really helps for you know the rest of the shots for that hole. So hopefully that continues, but uh, definitely encouraging. Yeah. No, that's exciting. All kind of lots of the work you've been putting in is starting to see some fruit. Yeah, for sure. Oh boy. No, that's definitely encouraging. And it's always awesome to, you know, you know, it's golf. So it's just, you kind of hold on to it day by day. You know, you yeah. can't get over definitely can't get over overconfident but uh you know you got to enjoy those the all the small wins along the way yeah it's it's been i would say it's been quite a while since i've had a hole that was like as perfect as you know that first hole or or really the other hole i got a birdie on because it was because like there's times you get you know birdies or or pars or whatever good scores but it's like like you're kind of one like one of those shots in the hole is like a kind of almost like a recovery shot you know it's not like a you don't have like a perfect drive perfect approach perfect putt you know just like straight up simple like every shot was golden but that that happened pretty much twice in that round and it's been a while since, since i've had a hole like that it's usually you know i'll have a of a mediocre shot and then maybe i'll make it up with a really good shot um but it's not like you know completely stress-free type of a hole yeah those were nice those were nice feelings (laughs) i was yeah i was pretty happy with that nice yeah that's the kind of stuff that gets you excited to, to keep coming back absolutely but yeah, um, yeah. Hopefully that improves. We got we got a big tournament coming up in a, about a month or so. Yeah. Trying to get ready for that. Trying to. Yeah, I just got your entry. As a matter oh, yeah? of fact. Sweet. You're uh, the mail. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think we're we're more entries than we had last year at this time. So I mean, that's that's good. Yeah, and plus last year we got an extra like twenty or thirty people like the week of. <laughs> like I mean, everybody just drags their feet around, right, for everything. Yeah, those last second entries. There's yeah, that doesn't surprise me. There's definitely people like that. Yeah, I look at the calendar. Oh, that's that's this weekend. I should probably enter that. <laughs> I know, and <laughs> we want people, so you know, try to be as flexible as possible. Yeah. So, do what you can. Yeah, um, it's it's not easy. It's not easy running a running a tournament like that. Getting all the details squared away, getting all the entries in, getting all just everything, all the logistics. Yeah, the hardest part right now is actually the trophy. Um, trying to trying to make something cool and like do something beyond just like a regular, you know, going to the trophy store like a cup. Yeah. So working on it with some local vendors on like custom wood base, um, a friend of ours makes, and then another guy owns a sign company and we're working on some like 
acrylic or aluminum, like a big letter Z. Nice. Um, yeah. Hoping it turns out turns out great. Is obviously the hope. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure it will. Uh, yeah. I need to. I need to build a mantle in my house so I can have it displayed somewhere once I win it. You know. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. You only got a month to build your uh, mantle. Yeah. I, might be tough. <laughs> Get a makeshift one. Maybe I'll just. I'll find a way. Yes. <laughs> It's important to yeah, enough I mean, cause. Yeah, I mean, you can always put it on, like, what's that? It's an important enough cause. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? I'm building a mantle so that when I get a trophy, I have some place to set it. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm sure you could just, or you could just put it on, you know, your nightstand for a few, uh, a while, just look at it every night before you go to bed I'll I'll just I'll probably just sleep with it hey I don't need to have it on my nightstand <laughs> just spoon spoon with it <laughs> yeah can you make the trophy just a big spoon <laughs> oh be perfect yeah oh I'll take it into consideration. All right. Speaking um, speaking of big tournaments, unless you have anything more about that, the Zelich. No, no, it's just. I mean, it's 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 going along. So I mean, uh, yeah, debating how we can you know get Mark out there safely. I mean, yeah. I mean, things change every week, so it's hard to put, you know, a hundred, you know, a plan in place in knowing that uh, things might change. Or and we, but we are we're going to meet with Lost Country Club on Wednesday, so um, I haven't met with them in a few months. So it, uh, looking forward to that. Just finalize some details and what's not. Um, yeah, but keep everyone posted. But I think it's probably about it. All the exciting news for now so what uh what other big tournament well the rbc heritage that's yes, the sir. other big tournament that happened on father's day weekend for the first time usually this past weekend is the u.s open but not the case during this pandemic year the schedule changed around mm-hmm. and webb simpson getting the victory with a score of 22 under par. It's going low. That is very low. Web, I mean, Webb Simpson. He's he's such like a quiet. He's such a quiet winner. Yeah. That's his seventh his seventh career PGA Tour victory. But you're and you know he's in the uh, he's ninth in the you know world golf rankings. Uh huh. But, like, you don't really think of him as, you know, one of the top players, right? Correct. You know, you don't throw his name out there with guys like Kepka or Johnson or McElroy or Rory McElroy. Thompson or Thomas and, um, or the other guys. Like, it, you just don't think of him. He's such, he's such a quiet, like, steady, like, winner. It's, it's kind of, 
Yeah, he doesn't get enough respect. He definitely doesn't. He's 34 years young. Plenty of, plenty of time to win more. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I mean, he, maybe this will be his year. I mean, because he's, I mean, he was with the, he had a belly putter, and then they banned that. And then I want to say he struggled with the putter, but now he's doing like the claw. Um, yeah, he struggled for a little bit there um, and definitely has had like a resurgence. Um, unlike, unlike other guys who kind of suffered from the belly putter ban, like Adam Scott. Um, Webb Simpson has found a way to bounce back. Yes. Yeah, he's, you know, because he's been around for a while now. So. Yeah, yeah. that's what I mean. Like, he's he's been around for a while. He's won, you know, seven tournaments, including a, a major, right? He's won, he won the, what, 2012 U.S. Open, I believe? Yeah, sounds right. And then he got, he's won twice this year. He won at the Waste Management Phoenix Open in front of a crap ton of fans back in February before the pandemic. And then he's won this past weekend with zero fans <laughs> after the pandemic, or at least after the shutdown. So, I mean, he can, it's like he can do it all out there. Yeah. He's been close to a couple other uh, majors. He tied for fifth in the Masters. I think last year. Um, you know, he's had some tw- top 25 finishes in pretty much all the majors. Yep. Um, but for some reason, he's just not the type of player or the name that you toss around with all the other top guys. Yeah, maybe he's just not flashy. I mean, he's not a bomber. No, he's he's, a, he's not... definitely a quiet. He's a quiet winner. He's a quiet. Yeah. Gets it done quietly. Yeah, and doesn't, you know, not very, you know, or like, I don't know, even quiet when he gets interviewed after the round. I mean, he just goes about his business and, you know, doesn't cause any drama or say anything controversial or any just, you know. Yeah, you don't. Lottie da, seven wins. <laughs> Lottie freaking da. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's not like he's not really in commercials either, you know. And it, if he is, they're not like real prominent commercials. Yeah, or advertisements. Been on three Ryder Cups teams. Yeah, he's won. Been on winning Presidents Cup teams. Been a winning Ryder Cup team. Yeah. Well, I mean, he, he he did better than our picks to win. Yeah. So speaking of that, maybe we should. Uh, <laughs> who did who did we everyone. pick? Huh? <laughs> who did we pick? Yeah. Exactly. What was, our, what was our push-up bet for this weekend? Looks like we had to win out of anyone. We had X Man and Mori Xander Shoffley and Mori. You had Morikawa. Yeah. Um, which. And it's a tie. <laughs> um, 
So what was I'm trying to look at with both, those guys? Both of them, I think, finish at five under. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so five under. So we tied there, and then our dark horses were Harold Varner, Varner the third, and Graham McDowell. Which drum roll, and that's another tie <laughs> at minus one. Both of them got <laughs> cut at minus one. Missing <laughs> they cut. So. Both yeah. of our bets end in a push for push-ups, which means we've—I say we do twenty. We each owe twenty. We for, each owe twenty. We're not picking good enough. My goodness. Uh huh. I, I can't believe that's how it worked out. <laughs> both of <laughs> both of our guys, both our main winners, and then our long shots both tied. That's nuts. <laughs> What are the odds of that? The the only like crazier thing would have been if all four of those players had the same exact score. Yeah, that would have been that would have been the only crazier thing. Or they were in a four way playoff. You know what? I stand corrected. <laughs> that would be crazier. That would be the craziest. <laughs> that would be yeah. That would be nuts. Because then they tie, but can't do any better than picking four guys that go into a playoff. But considering that, none of our picks so far through the two weeks of tournaments has been really anywhere close to winning. Yeah. I feel feel like we're, we're giving the audience quite a good, like, base to go off to make their own picks, their own bets. Because they can hear us and be like, well, that, those guys aren't winning. And so they can, like, it's process of elimination from there. Yeah. So I feel like we're, we're helping out our audience with these picks. Yeah. Because well, I mean, so, then if, if we pick them, then they know that they should not pick right. them if, to bet real money yeah. in Vegas in the, at the sports book. It's like, so it, by that, we've, we're increasing, you know, we're putting the shining the light you know, on the other players that we're not picking are have more of a chance of winning because we didn't pick them. Exactly. We're we're it's the downswing curse. Yeah. Like do the opposite of what we do. Yeah. So but, but as with anything, you gotta keep trying. We're gonna we'll keep this going. And you know what they say about blind squirrels, right? They work twice a day? I think so. Yeah. I think that's it. (laughs) Even a blind squirrel works twice a day. (laughs) Even a broken clock finds a nut every once in a while. Yep. That's it. Uh Uh-huh. What are you doing in this nape of the way, nape of the woods, neck of the way? (laughs) What brings you here? What? All I'm saying is it's not rocket appliances. <laughs> this isn't rocket surgery. No. Yeah. I love that stuff. I think, I don't know, if, I think there might be called malapropisms or something, like, but plays on words. But yeah, I love butchering common phrases. You want to know what else we've been doing lately? So me and my buddy at work, so this is slightly ungolf related, but... I find it hilarious, so I'm going to share it. Nope. The, uh, yeah, 
at work, obviously with COVID, you know, you have all these zoom calls and stuff and, um, you know, we've been getting bored and trying to keep ourselves entertained. So one thing we've been doing in zoom calls is trying to casually, you know, we change the theme up for every meeting, but like this last week, there was a meeting where we tried to, um, use, uh, eighties songs, uh, uh, in, during while you're like explaining something or asking a question or something. And so then, and then we, so it's only two of us that know what's going on and the other like six people aren't in playing the game or don't know the game's going on. So we're trying to, yeah. And like, so one meeting was 80s songs and the other meeting was 90s songs. So it'd be like, you know, I don't know. The, that email was a real thriller, mm-hmm. um, you know, but uh, you know, Billy Jean isn't going to see this one coming, but in the, and then the point is if, if somebody is on to you and calls it out, you get minus 10 right away. So the what whole is point, the, what is the other scoring system? A point, a point for every song, oh. song that you do. And so we try to see who can score the most points. Gotcha. But yeah, we thought it was funny. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like one of these one of these Zoom calls. You gotta do it. Is he is he a golf golf fan? Uh uh-uh. uh Okay. He, well, then he you could. Golf, he's, he's not a fan. I think you could win that. Then you could win that meeting if you do a golf related one. Yeah. There's there's no way he could keep up with you. Yeah. I think people would be on to me. I mean, that's. Pre- I'll have to think about it. Yeah, just using like. I mean, you, yeah. I mean, if you if you keep doing this though, and people have been calling you out, they're going to like just know that you're going to do it every meeting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's probably not going to last that long. I don't know what our long, what our end game is. Um, like, you're going to say one word, and they're they're going to call you out like right away. It's like, can yeah. can we not do that this time? <laughs> yeah. Are you guys just making a mockery of our fucking meeting? <laughs> That's what my dad thought. He was like, somebody's going to get upset that you're not taking it seriously. Well, I guess everybody, that could be their perspective, but we're just trying to keep things interesting, keep ourselves entertained. For not, now. not a bad idea. Yeah. But anywho, so there's my little side story. But um, so who do we like for this week? So back, to, back, back to golf a little bit here. We get back fairway. We we hit it out of bounds there for a second. Yeah, and, uh, punch punch back into the fairway. Yeah. Um, so Travelers Championship this upcoming weekend played at TBC River Highlands in Connecticut. Pretty, uh, once again, a pretty strong field. A lot of, lot of the same dudes. But, considering what we've seen these past couple weeks here. Considering. I feel like. Who do we want to curse? Yeah. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like. It's either going to, we're either going to continue the curse here, or the third time is going to be the charm. Like, it's one or the other. It's 
I think I think the third time is going to be a charm. I think I think one of us is going to get the winner this week. Okay. I have faith. All right. Well, prove me right then. Prove me right. Um. So, who is your pick for overall? So overall, um, you know what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with. Um, I'm gonna go with Justin Rose. This week. He's gonna be my guy. He just he just changed swing coaches. But. Or at least got rid of the swing coach he had. But even even with that, he still played played pretty well last week. Played well the week before. He's right up there. Seems to be pretty consistent right now. Like not a whole lot wrong with his game. Just needs to, you know, make just needs to really just make some more putts. For the most part, I think this is the week he does it. I think he gets it done. Okay. Hey, we'll we'll see. Well. He'll get his 11th, 11th career win. I'll take your Justin, and I'll raise you a Justin. Uh-oh. Going JT. Oh, boy. Mr. T. Moss. Yeah, I want to say he's done well here at, uh, I mean, he was T8 this last week, so he's trending in the right direction. Um, trying to see how he did last year in this event but not finding it so yeah yeah jt has finished tie 10th and tie 8th so far so yes a couple top 10s in a row here yes i think he's uh it looks like he's the number one power ranking for this for this week by uh pjtour.com Ooh. so he's definitely the favorite it looks like Going with the according, to, according to PGATour.com. According to PGATour.com. But, I mean, Justin Rose is number three. So, yeah, two of the top three that we're picking. The Justins yeah. are expected to do well this week. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, let me, uh, let me write this down so there's no fudging. Those are the, those are the only two Justins in the field. So if a Justin wins, one of us has picked the winner. So we know that for sure. But I think it also helps it helps our viewers out or our listeners. We've pretty much cornered the Justin market here. <laughs> yeah. And you're gonna you're gonna have to decide. Are, we, are you gonna follow us? Are you going to believe in us? Are you going to believe in the Justins this week? It's just in. There's no... We picked all the Justins. <laughs> or are you going to believe and continue to believe in the downswing curse and pick someone else? <laughs> I guess. But we're we're saying third time's the charm. This is, this is our week. I, I think this is our week. I think we got it. 
one of the Justins will win. They will pull through. Uh-huh. Well. They got a chance, so now we gotta go Dark Horse. For me, the Dark Horse that I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Victor. He's going to be the victor. If Justin's not gonna be the victor, actually, no, 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 sorry. No, I, I gotta go with it. I'm gonna go with Victor. Victor Hovland? Yep, yep, yep. I, I almost changed it. I almost changed it to, because um, last week I remember we talked about yeah, I, I picked Graham McDowell, and you you said uh, Ryan Ryan Palmer looked like him. Ryan Moore. Or oh, Ryan Moore. Never mind. I was gonna say because Ryan Palmer actually feel, finished pretty well this past week. <laughs> so he was tied eighth. Uh, no, I'm I'm sticking with Victor. I had the wrong I had the wrong Ryan. Anyhow, it would have been a mistake. To make that switch. I'm giving you a little. I'm giving you a little asterisk, Ryan what? Palmer, just so that it's what? been. Huh? What? No asterisk. No an asterisk. Uh, no, you definitely. You mean you're taking Victor, but I'm just writing it down on our little sheet just so that we can uh, remember. I mean, if, we, okay. if Ryan does it, or we could do two dark horses. I mean, it's our show. It's our rules. We can do. We can do whatever we want. Considering that both of our, or all four of our players essentially tied, or both of our picks tied this past <laughs> week, we might have to go with a third player. So we have our 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 overall, our dark horse, and then our tiebreakers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's our, our show, our rules. It's going to be Ryan Palmer versus... Yeah, I'll, I'll put in Ryan Palmer for that. But you got you got Justin Thomas for your your main pick. Dark Horse, who do you got? Man, I'm just trying to having trouble finding these leaderboards. Like they're right in front of you, man. They're really not. <laughs> well, because I'm trying to jump between like the last two weeks, who's been trending, who's been doing good. Is Daniel Berger a dark horse? He's he's one. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like lightish dark. What? Well, what did we say was what? What was the quantifier for a dark horse? He had to be twenty world ranking out, outside the top twenty or top ten. That's why I, I don't know. Well, what what is he? What is Daniel Berger at? In what? The world ranking. I mean, I could look it up if you really need some help here. No, I'm. He's he's 28. So so yes, he would be a dark horse if you wanted to pick him. No matter no matter what our decision was on top 10 or top 20, he is outside of that. So he can be your dark horse. His his three career wins. One in 2020. 
His la- his last win before this year was 2016. All right. Well, if you're if you're allowing it, I'll take I'll take the burger, the cheeseburger. Um, for oh, my dark horse. 2017 was his last win before this year. My bad. I mean, what if he were to win two this year? Eight. Webb Simpson has won two. Why can't Daniel Berger win two? Webster Simpson. Why can't Daniel get the double burger? Why not? Some people say why. We say why not. Exactly. I mean, as long as you're going to get a burger, you might as well get a double double patty. Might as well. It's only a quarter more. (laughs) Um, And my tiebreaker... <laughs> oh man. So Justin Thomas, Daniel Berger, and one more. I take it Rory's not a dark horse? No, he is definitely not a dark horse. <laughs> you could go you could go with Ryan Moore. You could go with the Graham Dowell lookalike. He uh he didn't even make the cut this week. Uh, Neither did either of our dark horses this past week. That would just yeah, be well, that's that's kind of why I'm not picking him again. But just because he doesn't make the cut one week doesn't mean he's not going to make it the next week. Otherwise, he's not going to be in the PGA Tour anymore. <laughs> um. Just pick Ryan Moore. No, we'll have I'm, two. We'll both have Ryan's. We'll have Justin's as our main picks, and we'll have Ryan's for our tiebreakers. It's it's the perfect it's the perfect story. Fine. Don't don't let me just you know talk you into a pick. You gotta you gotta want it. You gotta it's gotta be. Yeah, I don't want it. I want Abraham answer. The answer. All right. Okay. But if uh, Ryan Moore does better, I'm gonna be pissed. If Ryan Moore does better, uh I'm that's gonna be that's gonna be a fun talk. <laughs> if Ryan Moore wins, <laughs> if Ryan Moore wins, I feel like Ryan Moore is a pretty safe pick now for our audience. <laughs> better than Abraham Answer and Daniel Berger and Justin Thomas and Justin Rose and Victor and Ryan. I don't, know. I don't know. I think I think I'm gonna win this week. Is that is Chase is Chase Kepka's brother? Yeah. I have He Monday qualified. Oh I was gonna say, has he even been in a tournament before? Um Chase no, but... Kepka. He looks like he's he looks nothing like Brooks. I mean he looks a little bit like him, but he looks nothing like him. All at the same time. <laughs> Kinda like no. Like maybe a cousin. Yeah. I would say a cousin. How do you think how do you think Chase Kepka's gonna do? He's not one of our picks, I I know, but like what how do you do you think he's gonna make the cut? No. Hmm. I don't know. For some reason, I have this belief in him now. Because you just heard of him? I just saw that he was in the field. I just... 
saw his face for the first time. I feel like I am connected to him right now. I feel like that connection is going to lead to him making the cut, getting some earnings. That would be cool. Yeah, I saw like Brooks came out and like cheered him on on his Monday qualifier. It's pretty cool. Yeah, just just imagine Chase makes the cut, gets some earnings, makes I assume Big Brother Brooks the triple B. Big Brother Brooks. Makes him proud, you know? Yeah. That'd be cool. That'd be a good story. What if he beat Brooks? <sighs> Let's not go too far here. <laughs> <laughs> that would seem crazy. <laughs> not even drink. Come on. Come on, man. We're trying to be realists here. <laughs> this isn't fantasy either. <laughs> All right. So. All right. You got it. Those are our picks. Locked in. Locked and loaded. Justin Rose, Victor Hovland, and Ryan Palmer for me. And then Justin Thomas. Justin Daniel and Abraham. Daniel Berger and Abraham answer for Nick. Those are our picks for the Travelers Championship. So keep that in mind when you're making your own picks. Guaranteed one of them will make the cut. Oh my God! If none of them make the cut, I am, <laughs> we're not going to have a show next week. <laughs> if none of them make the cut, we are not allowed to pick for a whole week. <laughs> we we're, we'll have a one week we ban. Need, we need to stay home and think about our lives more. <laughs> All right, and not follow PGA power rankings. Yeah, we'll we'll just start throwing darts at a board. <laughs> Arnold Palmer is the Masters champion of 1960. Expect anything different? It's just not a fair fight. No, it really isn't, Roger. I mean, that is phenomenal. Oh, it's not a cut. That's a slice. And it's a good one, too. Huh.